This is Money Motivation and Mike, and I'm your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls on the mothership is Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the show that will change your life. You can contact us at info at mx3.vip and find all our content at mx3.vip or on YouTube at youtube.com slash at mx3podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the icon bell. All information, as always, comes up typically Monday morning around the 9 o'clock hour. And for the last hour and a half, last year and a half, Jason, you've done a great job at not disappointing the viewing and listening audiences as they continue to tune into us. And just over the last seven days, 5,922 views on YouTube continuing to grow. And we're still into the thousands on our downloads of audio because whenever you are bringing in another broadcast type of, uh, of component to the folks, some people would rather view it than, uh, and look at my pretty face, uh, than, than to go and listen. Uh, so we're still 17,000 downloads on our, on our podcast. So 5,922, thank you very much. And I know a lot of you are expecting, as I have received uh, information uh, and, and comments about these 1990s Cowboys, but we're going to have to pause one more time. Now, I know those Dallas Cowboys winning three Super Bowls in four years. They're at 92, 93, and 95 is on a lot of people's bucket list to hear about, and I have a lot of information on that particular subject. But right now, the Speaker of the House of Representatives of our United States uh, Congress continues to be a hot topic, a uh, hot debate, and unfortunately, no resolution as of here we are uh, on October the 20th, of which a third vote has just been held, and we still do not have a Speaker of the House. Now, we're going to talk about a couple things here. We're going to run some clips, uh, and then I'm going to give some comments and some feedback. And you know, Jason, it will allow us to get back into talking about one of our favorite congressmen of all time, uh, Mr. Speaker Sam Rayburn, the longest cumulative time in in the speakers of of the of the House. Uh, just a couple of uh, of tidbits here. Currently. Pro Tem Patrick McHenry continues to be the speaker on a temporary basis, but I'm going to talk about how we got to this point. But the Speaker of the House, the United States of Representatives, uh, commonly known as the Speaker of the House, as presiding officer over the United States House of Representatives, the office was established in 1879. As, as a matter of fact, I, I have the actual date, March the 4th, 1789. I may have said 1879. I may have read, but it's March the 4th, 1789, by Article 1, Section 2 of the United States Constitution. The Constitution does not explicitly require the Speaker to be incumbent member of the House of Representatives, although every Speaker thus far has been. The Speaker is second in the United States presidential line of succession after the Vice President and ahead of the President pro tem of the Senate. Of course, we all know that the Senate is basically ran or overseen, I wouldn't say ran, but overseen by the vice president. So the third most important person in the world, in my opinion, uh, the Speaker of the House right now, the United States uh, uh, Congress is having a very difficult time putting someone into that position because the speakership is currently vacant, Jason. And the most recent speaker, the 55, 55th person to hold this office, Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, 
He was elected January the 7th of this year, 2023, at the beginning of the 118th Congress. He was removed as Speaker on October the 3rd, 2023, becoming the first U.S. Speaker in American history to be removed through a motion to vacate. He appointed Patrick McHenry, who is currently serving as Speaker Pro Tem until an election of a new Speaker can be completed. And under the rules of the House, the Speaker may designate a member to serve as Speaker Pro Tem, acting as the body's presiding officer, and that's how he got the position. He was the first name on the list and and was put into place. Um, Patrick Patrick McHenry's uh, name was revealed, and, and, and there is no specific time. House rules have no specific time on the length of time that a member may be Speaker Pro Tem. So this could go on and on and on. And as I think we remember, uh, Kevin McCarthy, wasn't his around 12, 13, 15 times? It seems like it 15 was times. 15 times. Mm-hmm. And now after today, we are at number three for Jim Jordan. Correct. Who is the current name up on the Republican list. And we're going to get in once again how we've gotten to Jim Jordan and and Matt Gates and and some other things that are going along here. But let's just give us a little update here. Right now, there are 221 Republican seats. There are 212 Democrat seats. That's 433. And I think everybody knows there's 435 congressmen or Congress people, women. We have two vacancies currently. Uh, Rhode Island is vacant and Utah is vacant. So uh, in in round one, Jim Jordan got 200 of the votes. Now, Hakeem Jeffers, Jeffries, Jeffries, isn't it Jeffries? Jeffers. Jeffries. Right. 212. Now, he is the Democrat. Now, remember, there are 212 Democrats. He got 212 votes. In round number two, Jordan got 199. Hakeem got 212 again. Round number three today, Jim Jordan is down to 194. Now, we'll get into the fact that he needs whomever, he or she, needs a hundred and needs a majority. Needs a majority, which right now is 217. If we're doing 435, it'd be 218. And Hakeem Jeffers has 210. Now, also remember that there are 25 others right now who have received received votes. And that brings us up on the eligibility of non-members, uh, which, you know, there was some scuttlebutt here a couple of weeks ago about uh, Donald Trump and somebody had nominated Donald Trump. He said he would not take the office, but he had recommendations. Now, while every Speaker of the House has been a sitting member of the House under Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5 of the U.S. Constitution concerning the choosing of a speaker does not explicitly state House membership for a requirement. As noted by the Congressional Research Service, non-members have, a, have on multiple occasions since 1997 received votes to be speaker. Okay, now I will tell you this, and I told you this off the air. If Donald Trump were to be elected Speaker of the House, he'd be there before the lights went out this evening's it's this <laughs> evening's session. Yes, he would. Now, Jason, are you throwing your name in? Would you be Speaker of the House? For, I, I'll go for it. You, you'll be. I, I, 
I can steer this country. Well, I don't know why you couldn't uh, do any better than what's going on right now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, oh, oh, by the way, the, the salary for the Speaker of the House right now is $223,500. Reason enough. Yeah, you'll need a good accountant to help you f- do those taxes, That's and right. I just happen to know one. <laughs> uh, uh, M.W. Wright and Company will be glad to help you out with that. The House of Representatives is not as in the Senate to have a president chosen for them within their own body, but are to elect the speaker from their own. As I said before, vice president basically runs the Senate and over here in the House where the, where the Congress people, the Congress women, the Congress men uh, reside, anybody can be the speaker of the House, which I find pretty crazy mm. that we could have somebody like, like that come in uh, from off the street if that person could just get enough votes. They could be Speaker of the House. And, and, that, and, and that's just it, getting the votes up. Yeah, yeah, when right now you can't even get enough of your own uh, to, to be able to, to, to uh, uh, be Speaker of the House. Now, what, what I find uh, that is very disturbing right now is the fact that the Republican Party cannot get on the same page. The Republican Party, led by Matt Gates, I believe, to get the position vacated that Kevin McCarthy held, get him out, and now they don't have anybody to put in. That's and right. and you've got Jim Jordan here, who seems to be the leading candidate to be the next Speaker of the House, and his votes per round are going down, mm-hmm. not up. So very, very disturbing. Hey, let's run some clips here, and let's talk about some stuff, and I'm going to come back and talk about a few other things as well. So why don't we go to this first clip, Jason, of Matt Gates? Out of this, you may not get Jim Jordan as speaker. You may get someone more moderate. What did you actually get for leading this charge to push out Kevin McCarthy? We're shaking up Washington, D.C. We're breaking the fever. And you know what? It's messy. But the only reason people think there's chaos in this Stop town right, right there, now Jason. is because the... What is shaking up Washington and breaking the fever actually mean? Because... We're going to shake up Washington. I, what what was uh, drain the swamp mm-hmm. uh, that that Trump always talked about? Someone's always doing something, but it's not like they come along and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a grilled cheese," and that takes two pieces of bread and as much cheese as you want to put in the middle. That that's how you make a grilled cheese, or the one that I've always eaten all of my life. They're just going to shake it up. Continue on with him. Special interests aren't in control anymore. So I think we're going to have an upgrade at the position of Speaker of the House. For me, it was never about any one person. Hang on just a second. It was about, it was about. Okay. They're going to have an upgrade at the position of Speaker of the House. But he, but the person they had that, that, that I believe Matt Gates is uh, promoting right now, I believe he's voted for Jim Jordan all three times. The person that he's behind can't get enough votes to be Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. And the guy that he just helped get voted out did get enough votes to be Speaker of the House, but we're going to have an upgrade at the position. Now, apparently, this is more of what his thought process is than the other 217 votes that would be needed. And remember, the Republicans have 221 right now. So the upgrade, I don't know that he had a plan when he first thought about uh, how this was going to go down ensuring that we got an upgrade at the position. Kevin McCarthy had failed us. He'd made multiple contradictory promises. We weren't really governing under McCarthy. Everybody's making this big deal out of the fact that you know, we've burnt 
the equivalent of four legislative days on all of this. But, I mean, we've spent like seven legislative days on post offices and procedural votes, for goodness sakes. This is what it's supposed to be. And it's not clean and it's not orderly. And the lobbyists and the special interests hate it. But I don't seem to mind too much. Well, they probably need to spend some more time on post offices because the post office is not as accurate. They are they are not as clean as they once were. I always felt that you can, and I, and it's still the 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 cheapest way to send a letter to go mm-hmm. up there and put one put a postage stamp on it and send it somewhere. But it didn't get there quite as fast as it used to. The old Pony Express has slowed down. So maybe a week wasn't enough. Maybe they should spend some more time on it. And he says, well, everybody thinks we just burnt four days. You did just burn four days. What, what, do, you, what do you have going on? I mean, you want to talk about going over here and supporting Israel. And, 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 I, and I heard Biden talk about throwing uh, President Biden throwing out a billion dollars and all this other stuff. And Congress can't even vote on it because they can't even come up with a Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. Who's, uh, let's go to our next clip here. I think it's Jim Jordan, who right now is the leading candidate, as we say but is losing votes per election, per, per round of, of trying to get elected. So I'll just say this. We made the, we made the pitch to um, members on the resolution as a way to lower the temperature and get back to work. Uh, we decided that wasn't where we're going to go. I'm still running for speaker, and I plan to go to the floor uh, and get the votes and win this race. But I want to go talk with a, a few of my colleagues, particularly I want to talk with the 20 individuals who voted against me um, so that we can move forward and begin to work for the American people. So 20 of his people he wants to go talk to. Now, that was after round two. That was after round two, yes. All right. He's lost five more votes after round three. So I guess now he's got to go talk to 25. That's right. How come we didn't have this guy or a gal or uh, uh, some kind of congressperson, mm-hmm. congressman, congresswoman, how come we didn't already, the, the Republican Party, how come they didn't already have someone put in place that everybody was ready to go for and vote and get this thing enacted within just a couple hours after voting out? That The, the plan wasn't there, Jason. Right. And, and here we are, like he said, burning four days, and now we're on, what, probably day five, day six? Whatever, whatever the case may be, and the leading candidate to become the Speaker of the House, which is, I don't want to say definitely, but it's definitely going to be a Republican, you're going backwards. And these 25 people, there are 20 people now, 25 people that didn't vote for him. Why haven't we already talked to those folks? Mm-hmm. Why haven't we already tried to figure out our differences? It goes back not only with the Republicans, but the Democrats and why this country is where it is. And, and in my eyes, more divided than it's ever been for whatever reasons. And there's a whole lot of them. That's a year's worth of topics on this show, Money, Motivation, sure. and Mike. And uh, ne- nevertheless, um, I don't understand how you are the number one candidate to become Speaker of the House, the third most important position in the world. Um and you don't have the votes to go in there, and 433 people right now can't make a decision. Let's go to what Kevin McCarthy said. Can you explain specifically what happened with Matt Gates? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I was at the mic. I was speaking, and Matt Gates tried to interrupt and say, so I told him to sit down, and we sat down. What's your view I on think it, him? No, I told him to sit Do down. I, th- I think the entire conference screamed at me. People are, listen. We, the whole country, I think, would scream at Matt Gates right now. Remember, it was 
a crazy eights led by Matt Gates and every single Democrat that put us into this situation. Uh, we've Stop never been right in this situation. Okay. Now, the crazy eights, he's talking about the Republicans that flipped. It, first of all, it is very disrespectful for Congressman Gates to be hollering at a speaker in the House of Representatives. Uh, I would think we'd have more order in there than that. Obviously, we don't. And I do not agree with Kevin McCarthy that it is the Democrats that put us into this position. For sure, if some Republicans are going to go against their speaker, a Republican speaker, and you're going to try to vote that person out, absolutely all the Democrats are going to vote against it or, or vote for it, excuse me, as would the Republicans. So I don't think that the Democrats got us into this position. I think it's the division right now within the Republican Party, which leads me another, to another position, Jason. Mm-hmm. What does Trump have to do with that? Because there's a lot of people who think that Trump has divided part of the Republican Party. And maybe it's just because it's no longer just the old brother-in-law system, the good old boy system. Maybe he has shook it up. Um, but nevertheless, I, I, I think a former Speaker of the House, McCarthy, is wrong in saying that another party has got us to this position when you have 221 representatives and one of those vacancies uh, that we have in Rhode Island and Utah was a Republican. Now, it really don't matter because the other one's a Democrat. But nevertheless, uh, you have 221 opportunities to get 217 votes. That doesn't have anything to do with anybody other than your 221 uh, Congress people uh, on the Republican side. Let's roll the next one here, which is uh, Mark Wayne Mullen from Oklahoma. Was, this was absolutely reckless on on the on Matt Gates on leading this this uh, self promotion for himself instead of the country. This was nothing about policy. This was nothing about uh, um, uh, principle. This had something to do with Matt Gates wanting to promote himself, and it, he he literally has put us in a disarray at a time that we should be united as not just a country but definitely as re, as Republicans on standing up against the squad and their bias towards Israel. Yeah. All right, Senator. Okay, standing up against the squad. Is he talking about the uh, the eight from the Republican side, or is the squad the Democrats? Because right now, I mean, he starts that off by talking about Gates not having a plan of action, mm-hmm. but then it sounds like standing up against the squad is always Republicans versus Democrats, Democrats versus Republicans. So I'm not for sure. Now, everything else he said there I agree with. Uh, I don't believe that Gates did have a plan. Uh, I don't believe that we are in this position because there was a plan. We're in this position because there wasn't. And something has to be rectified very, very quickly. Well, he he is currently behind Jim Jordan. Right. And Jim Jordan didn't vote to remove McCarthy. That's right. So that tells you right there that he didn't have a plan for somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. And and who who knows how long uh, Congressman Patrick McHenry may uh, be... Be pro uh, uh, speaker pro Tim for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who knows? But nevertheless, we we have a a debacle and a snowball that's continuing to get bigger and bigger and bigger in the House of Representatives right now, in my opinion. And even though a lot of people look at Congress, uh, look at the at the Senate as those one hundred folks having 
as much, if not more power than the representatives. When you have 435 people who can't get on the same page right now, the whole world is at a standstill because we, as Americans who have elected officials who can coming down to 221 people. And right now I blame, I'm, you know, I, I'm a, I am a voting Republican. And right now I blame, I blame the Republicans for the position that we are in. Uh, I don't, I don't think that the Democrats for the most part have stuck together. They 212, 212, and then 210. I mean, somewhere here, uh, Congressman Jeffries is losing votes as well. We are not getting closer to getting 217 votes for a, for a congressman. Now, I know McCarthy took him 15 times. If this goes 15 times, how many more days are we going to burn? A whole lot. Yeah. Okay. What has happened? Once again, we talk about this all the time to the candidates that we no longer have that are strong uh, to to lead our country, to lead our, our Congress our, our, our house and our Senate to, to, to lead the, the presidents, the vice presidents, the, the strong cabinet people that we once had the people like, and I, and I, I love talking about Sam Rayburn cause he's a local and, but, but there are some statistics. And as a matter of fact, I'll just start with this one. You, you know that um, Nancy Pelosi was the first woman to be elected speaker of the house back in 2007. And during the state of the union address, president Bush, President Bush recognized her as the first woman of that position. Now, a lot of people don't like Bush number two, but I believe there was some uniting going on there. And I believe 9-11 helped with that over the first several years. And by the time that course ran it out, maybe it went to uh, another another level. But the speaker and the, and the uh, administration haven't always gotten along, nor do they always have to. They just need to figure out a way to agree. Uh, but for some reason right now, we're struggling with that. You know, with Kevin McCarthy and his 15 uh, different times to be elect, uh, to, to try to be elected, that is the longest streak. But you aren't going to believe this. There has been one longer. Back in 1859, 1859, that's how long it's been since we've had 15 different votes uh, before we could get to a congressman. So long, long, long time ago. Now, Sam, Sam Rayburn. Uh, we, we've talked about him. I haven't talked about him in, in depth, but you're talking about a guy here <clears throat> who went into office, I believe, in 1921, and he has the most cumulative time as speaker in the history of the office, holding the office from 1940 to 1947, 49 to 53, and 55 to 61. And he helped shape many bills, working quietly in the background with all of the House committees. He also helped ensure passage of several domestic measures and foreign assistance programs. Now, think about this. He, he was served under uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Harry Truman, uh, uh, President Eisenhower, and was basically uh, done there at the end, 1961, when, when uh, uh, JFK was becoming president. Now, one of the most iconic pictures, and maybe we are to try to find this picture and put it up on the website, Jason, and that is at Sam Rayburn's funeral in Bonham, Texas. And I believe it was at the First Baptist Church of Bonham. Um, on the front row of that church, you got former President Harry Truman, former President Dwight D. Eisenhower, current President JFK, 
and current vice president, LBJ. That is an iconic picture that everyone needs to see because it is a neat picture that um, I've seen it many times, and it's 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 just really special. Gives you chills to think about how much power they are right there on that front row. Um, it's actually the second row of 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 the church there in Bonham, Texas. Now, Democrat Tip O'Neill was a prominent speaker because of his public opposition to the policies of President Reagan. Now, why I bring up Tip O'Neill, and I remember. You know, those 1980s with Reagan and Bush and 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 and, and Tip O'Neill as the speaker, and then you had James Baker as the Secretary of State. I mean, that's some strong power. Tip O'Neill fought them guys all the time because of the challenges of the domestic programs and the de- defense expenditures. Remember, that was the Star Wars program mm-hmm. back then that uh, uh, Reagan was big about and uh, that made, made O'Neill the target of, of – they made O'Neill a target of their elections in 1882, but the Democrats maintained majorities in both of those years of the House. And it wasn't until, I believe, 84 uh, when the, the Republicans had the House and the Senate. Um, and, and, you know, that's also when Say No to Drugs and Nancy Reagan was coming along as well. So lot, lots of good stuff right there. And as I continue to say, uh, the, the House right now, in my opinion, is in disarray. And it may have been as in disarray as much as we've ever seen. And we cannot end our episode today without talking about the first Speaker of the House, Frederick Mullenberg of Pennsylvania. He was elected April the 1st, 1789, the day the House organized itself at the start of First Congress. He, he served two consecutive terms from, 18, uh, from 1789 to 1791, and then he served again. Um, it, it, I'm sorry, it was nine consecutive terms. He served in the third Congress from 1793 to 1795. And one other tidbit here for people to know as well is that some of these, some of these uh, things that come along with being the Speaker of the House, they oversee the offices of the House, the clerk, the sergeant-at-arms, the chief administrative officer, and the chaplain. Hmm, we have a chaplain. We still pray, but you can't do that. You can't do that stuff in schoolhouse. Mm-mm. But where the laws are made, we still have a chaplain. Interesting, huh? That is interesting. <laughs> the speaker serves as the chairman of the House Office Building Commission, appoints the House parliamentarians, the historians, the general counsel, the inspector general, administers the House audio-video broadcasting system. I wonder why the speaker of the House is administering the audio and video. That sounds like a great job for you to take on right there, Jason. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider that. If you do qualify for the Speaker of the House, Jason, mm-hmm. I just realized that. <laughs> that rules me out if you got to be involved in audio and video broadcasting systems. Um, receives reports and communications from the president, the government agency, boards, and commissions, and receives all of the president pro tem from the Senate. The written declarations as a U.S. president is unable to discharge the powers, the duties of his office. Nevertheless, we have a issue going on right now in the House, and it needs to be resolved, and it needs to be resolved in a quick time. And I'm not really for sure when uh, that will be resolved. Uh, we will continue to keep our, 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 our pulse on it, checking it out on a regular basis. 
But as always, Money Motivation and Mike continues to appreciate your your interest in our topics. We think we continue to bring you uh, uh, information that is not only beneficial to you, but is entertaining as well. You can always reach us info at mx3.vip and find all our content mx3.vip, which is released every morning, Monday morning around nine o'clock. And also tune into our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at mx3 podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe and hit the bell icon to get notified of all of our new content. So thank you, Jason. Once again, thank you to listening and viewing audience. And once again, for everyone who's been a part of this one, continue to live your life the right way.